Hey everyone, this is Dr. Scott Runyon, and welcome to the Movement Elevated podcast. Um, thanks again for tuning in to listen to us as we talk about uh, health and activity in the mountains. Um, this week's topic, uh, I would like to talk a little bit kind of about um, kind of a little bit the healthcare system in general and collaboration and how um, some of that stuff kind of works. Uh, and as I'm I'm going into this topic specifically because of um, some recent experiences that I've had that uh, made me want to kind of um, talk about this a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so recently I was um, working with this lady and uh, she's, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, in her 60s and uh, likes to ski a lot. And she had fallen, fallen like directly onto um, her arm, her shoulder. And uh, she came to me very soon after this had happened and uh, she was having tons of bruising and swelling um, in the shoulder um, was having some difficulty moving it um, but you know at, at first it was seeming like okay this is um, just a basic fall bruise pain um, let's kind of see how this plays out and you know, this is really how as a physical therapist I should approach this um, is let's go conservatively first and then um, look at other things later. So as a um, doctorate level provider, um, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago, physical therapists started switching towards a doctorate as opposed to a bachelor's or master's level of education. And uh, that lets us screen things a little bit better um, than we would have been able to in the past, um, you know, to say that, um, you know, hey, this uh, back pain that you're having is coming from, uh, might be coming from something like your kidneys or liver or something like that. Uh, you should get this checked out by a medical physician. Um, and it allows us to more effectively refer out to other providers um, when needed. So in this particular case, we started with just some conservative things. Um, I said, hey, you know, let's get some of that swelling down. Um, uh, you know, let's massage some of that swelling out. Let's get some ice on it and let's get you, uh, moving and working on some really light, basic, um, strengthening just to keep, uh, to keep you from declining and keep you from getting, um, what's called frozen shoulder, um, which is what happens when somebody uh, is hurt and doesn't move their shoulder very much, um, because they're in pain and afraid of, uh, of moving it. And then it becomes incredibly difficult to get that shoulder moving again later. So let's get some early range of motion going. Um, in order to, in order to uh, keep that from happening, uh, so we worked with that for a few days. She was checking in with me, you know, letting me know like how things looked, um, how things felt, and um, after a few days, she made improvements. Swelling had gone down, bruising had changed a little bit. Um, she was able to move a little bit better. You know, we were doing some like assisted range of motion stuff. She was using, using her ski pole to help one arm uh, move the injured arm. And, you know, she was getting way better with that. But mm, things still didn't seem right. It didn't seem like um, she was improving as much as I would expect. Um, you know, so we started to look at things and try to rule out things like biceps tears and um, things like that. And I couldn't definitively say what the problem was. But it seemed like it was a little bit more involved than I was hoping initially. 
so that was when I reached out to an orthopedic um, surgeon friend of mine and I said, hey, X, Y, and Z is going on with this lady. Um, you know, what's kind of your thoughts on this? And that's when he said, mm, might want to go ahead and order her an x-ray, which I had been kind of looking at too, like when are we going to start to look at um, imaging? And, you know, his thoughts kind of confirmed like, okay, let's go ahead and do this. Um, so I wrote a referral for an x-ray, got her in the same day. Um, and, you know, then it turned out there was a, a small fracture um, up at, towards the head of her humerus, um, way up towards the shoulder. Um, and now she's consulting with an orth orthopedic specialist and uh, they're going to help manage that from here on out. Um, all of that, the point being is that collaboration was a big part of um, managing this person's care. You know, I, I recognized that um, I needed a second opinion on what was going on. And I reached out to a friend of mine and said, hey, um, this is what's going on. What do you think? And got his opinion. And I said, okay, let's, let's roll with that then. Um, and I think that it's important for healthcare providers to recognize that. Like, hey, uh, when do I need help? When do I need a second opinion? When do I need um, someone who is more of a specialist in a certain area than I am um, to, uh, to look at some of these things? And uh, that's what I did at that point. And, you know, again, like I mentioned earlier, as a doctorate level um, profession, I, we as physical therapists, we've become much better at that over the past 10, 15 years, um, you know, collaborating with um, other experts in, in certain areas. Um, you know, well, we're the experts in um, some things like movement. Um, you know, an orthopedic specialist is a little bit more of an expert in major injuries like that. Um, so I recognized that that was the time to, um, do that. And the patient got way better care because of it. Um, you know, and now she's going to be on the road to recovery. Um, it's, there's so many people out there that I think have ego issues and are not going to be willing to do that. Um, <clears throat> they think they know everything. Um, they think that their way is the only way. And, uh, People have to realize that um, there's a lot of different trains of thought out there. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of times that you can be wrong. Um, so getting a, another person's opinion is incredibly important. And uh, you know, if you're a healthcare provider that happens to be listening to this, I would highly encourage you to you know get outside of your box, get outside of your bubble every once in a while, and um, get some other opinions, learn some new things, and uh, let someone challenge your point of view. And I think that can be said for a lot of other industries as well, um, not just in healthcare. Um, so that's just basically my point for today. Um, when you are, if you're a healthcare provider, challenge your own um, thought processes every once in a while, um, be willing to ask for help. And if you are seeking out healthcare, um, I would encourage you to um, look for someone who is willing to do something like that as well. Um, you know, don't, don't, don't work with the egomaniac who says my way or the highway. Um, there's got to be some give and take and they've got to be willing to listen to you and listen to other providers and come up with the best plan of care for you um, rather than, rather than just being stuck in one uh, certain mindset. So that's my thoughts for today. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time on Movement Elevated Podcast.
Thank you.